0: Welcome to the Word of Life Ministry Sunday morning worship service via conference call. I am your host, Elder Lorraine Hopkins. Our church is located at 1600 Conley Road in Conley, Georgia, 30288. We invite you to take advantage of our food pantry services on Thursdays between the hours of 10 a.m. and noon, and on Saturdays between the hours of noon and 2 p.m. We hope you enjoy today's service and find something in it that will resonate within your heart and drive your love, passion and commitment towards our Heavenly Father. We also hope that you hear something that will help to enhance your relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So please sit back, relax, take some really good notes and enjoy the word. Thank you so much for being here today. This worship
1: experience.
2: Amen, amen, and amen. We want to welcome our conference call worshipers uh, into the house of the Lord with us, and we're going to have a magnificent time today. Uh, God is so good, and His mercy endures to all of us. Amen. We want to uh, continue to pray for Brother Sidney as he travels. We want to ask the Lord to Uh, offer him traveling grace and mercy. Uh, We want to continue to pray for Elder Chris as she continues to receive her healing. And I just want to thank God for each and every one of you all. And uh, I want to say to the Brown family, we are definitely in in prayer with you on the loss of your cousin. And uh, we'll continue to uh, pray for you and your family. And uh, we're going to uh, be there for you in any uh, way that you might need us for anything, you just let us know, and uh, we're we're prepared to serve you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to thank each and every one of you all over the land for your prayers uh, concerning our loss. And uh, we had a magnificent time uh, traveling. We had a great time with family and we had a wonderful time watching you all operate in the kingdom on last Sunday. Uh, thank God for uh, all of you all did a wonderful job, and I'm so proud of Word of Life ministry. Uh, I know that uh, we put a lot on Elder Brown's shoulder, and uh, I know you were just recovering from uh, your bout with the hospital, but you did what God had has called you to do, and, and that's, that's, that's one of those things that the the scripture says it was imputed unto you as righteousness. And that's that's what we talk about in the Bible. So uh, I thank God for you expediting on last week, and we thank God for Elder Chris bringing such a magnificent word on on last Sunday. Uh, Pastor Nelson did a great job with the altar prayer. Uh, I think the deacons were just on fire last last Sunday, and I, I, was, I was shouting with you all, I was with you, I was all over the place, I was with you, uh, praise the Lord, uh, Minister Shadu, Exubernate started the fire on last Sunday, and we thank God for you, always a blessing to have our uh, Facebook Live expedited with us, uh, Sister Michelle, Exubernate, amen, amen, and uh, Keisha and Brother Sydney were just really playing their hearts out last we just thank God for each and every one of you. And I want to uh, say to you that uh, I am very pleased with Word of Life ministry. Amen. Sister Joseph, we thank you for coming in and saturating the atmosphere with prayer. What a blessing it is to, to have that done. We welcome all of our guests, our visitors. Yes. Reverend Moses Blanton, you was on your best behavior last Sunday. I was so, so glad to, to see you, I was like, well, what a blessing it is. Every time I see you, it's a blessing. And uh, I continue to ask the Lord to give all of us, uh, you know, just a, a double portion of what yeah. he's given you. Uh, yeah. uh, the Elder um, Hopkins and Elder Owens and, and Sister Jackie Holt-Myrick and uh, Minister Denise Glanton um, and Sister Carolyn Ford, they just went uh, all out on the conference line last Sunday. It was a blessing, and I just thank God for each and every one of them. Sister Elaine Wiggins, uh, we thank God for her and all that she do here at Word of Life Ministry. Uh, Deacon and let Kane, I know you had a wonderful time last Sunday. I was watching you and you was doing your thing. Thank God for you. But I was celebrating with my most beautiful wife, our pastor, <laughs> Elder Dr. <laughs> Amen. What a blessing it is. You know, I, I, uh, I just want to say one more time, thank God for each and every one of you and all that you've done and all that you do in ministry. God will continue to bless you for your works.
1: For faith
2: without works is dead. We've got to do something for the Lord. Amen. And there is a word from the Lord on today. And if you would please go to the book of Exodus,
1: Uh
2: praise the Lord, Exodus Chapter Seventeen. Praise the Lord. Exodus chapter
1: 17.
2: Today being October the 16th, 2022, the Lord saw fit to bring us yet another blessing. And he did so from the book of Exodus. And if you have Exodus chapter 17, if you would be so kind to stroll down to verse Fifteen, Exodus chapter 17, starting at verse 15. If you're on the conference line, if you would please, if you would stand for the reading of God's most holy word, if you have the word here in service, if you would stand for the reading of God's most holy word. If you're on the Facebook live, if you would stand for the reading of God's most holy word. Exodus chapter 17, starting at verse 15. You should find these words. And the Bible reads, And Moses built an altar
3: and called the name of it jehovah Nissi, For he said, Because the Lord has sworn that the Lord will have war with Amalek from generation to generation.
2: Hallelujah. So far the reading of God's most holy word. While you're yet standing, let us pray. Father, you are our Jehovah-Neesa.
3: And we thank you for all that you do for us. For watching over our hearts and our minds and our souls and our spirits,
2: our families, our finances, our loved ones. Father, we thank you for all that you take us through but bring us through. We ask right now that you comfort our hearts, And our spirits, that we'll be able to move on
3: just a little bit farther, knowing that God is good and His mercy endure forever. We love you, Lord, for you've heard our cry. Now continue to let your power of protection rest and rule over us and our lives. And we'll be so very careful to give you the honor and the glory and the
2: praise. For it is in the matchless and the most powerful name of Jesus Christ. That we pray. Now can the church say amen? amen? Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Church, you may be seated in the presence of the truth and the living God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to minister
3: uh, just for a little while this morning uh, from the subject, we have the victory. I want to put that in your spirit today and let you carry it through the rest of this week, through the rest of this month, through the rest of this year, through the rest of your life that we have the victory, regardless of what we're going through. Of what God is taking us through Regardless of how the enemy Come up against us Regardless of anything That might try to come Against the power Of the true and living God We know for a fact That we have the victory Victory is ours All we have to do is grab it Reach out and touch it Pull it into us Call those things that are not As though they were Understand that God is with us God is for us And if that be true, who can stand against us? We have the victory. It makes no difference if it's in your finances. You have the victory. Even if it's in your friendships, we have the victory. Even if it's with your enemies, we have the victory. In our jobs, we have the victory. In our homes, we have the victory. In all of our relationships, we have the victory. I just want somebody to understand that we have the Victory. It's time out for God's people to be down, trotted with their heads down, and just spin over and sing like they can't make another step because trouble pain
1: for trouble in my way. I have to cry sometimes, but I cry to the Lord. For He is good, and He is mighty, and His mercy is good, and we have the victory.
3: we got to believe that today. we got to believe that it makes no difference. Who is is, is going to win the governor race? It makes no difference on who's going to win the Senate race. It makes no difference who's going to be the president. There's nothing that they can do to me because I'm with God and God is with me and we have the victory. Be that as it may, don't let anybody fool you and trick you out of your blessing, the blessing of the Lord. of God's people with their heads hanging down, huh, like God ain't never did nothing for like they don't trust and believe God. It's like what can come over me that ain't came over me that God didn't bring me out of. I can remember when I was over there and God brought me over here. God brought us all over on dry land. We didn't have no mud on our shoes. We came out with silver and gold. Every time you looked up, God was making a way out of no way. He was making all the crooked places straight. He was putting water in the devils. He was doing whatever we asked him to do. And all we got to do is say, we have the victory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When the enemy can't mess with you with your money, he'll come and start messing with your health. Make you have a headache every moment. Uh-huh. Make you feel like you just can't go anywhere. Make you be depressed and no oppressed. Make you feel like something I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know how it's gonna work. And all we have to do is say, Enemy, get thee behind me because my God is able. He's a healer in the hospital. He's a lawyer in the courtroom. He's my doctor. He's everything. He's my Jehovah. Nieces, the Lord, my banner. We have the victory.
1: I believe
3: in the victory. Uh-huh, I'm not going to be defeated. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go through some things, but I'm going to go through it smiling. I'm going to go through it grinning and laughing like ain't nothing happened. Because when I come out of it, it's not going to look like I've been through it. It's not, I'm not going to smell like smoke. My hair's not going to be smutted up. My clothes ain't going to be all burnt up. I'm going to come out like I ain't never been into nothing. And I'm going to be shouting, we have a victory. We have a victory. We have a victory all the day long. Yeah, yeah.
1: I believe it. I believe
3: it. When God's people start getting together in a victorious church, shabbat the Lord, giving the Lord everything that we have, Telling the Lord how good he is. Having faith in God. Walking by faith and not by sight. Makes no difference how my situation looks. Makes no difference how I look. I'm still a child of the God. And we have a
1: victory. Yeah. Yes, Lord. I have to tell that to my
3: doctor. Tell it to the everybody. Car people, house people, everybody. It makes no difference. You come talking to me and don't agree with my spirit, I'll tell you right off the bat, I have the victory. You can call me all you want to, you can say what you're going to do, you can threaten me all you want to, but I'm going to God in prayer, and I'm going to say, God, I did your will, God, I preached your word, God, I sang your song, God, I came to your church, God, I gave my tithe. God, I cleaned up. God, I cleaned out. God, I cleaned around. God, I'm yours. God, I need you. God, give her help me. God, when you come? God, where are you? God, I'm here. And God will show up and show out on my behalf, on your behalf, because we have the victory.
1: Yes.
3: And you'll start having people around you trusting and believing and uh-huh, that they have the victories. Most of the time, your, your family and friends don't be victorious in their spirit because we're not sharing our victories with them. We have to go and tell all those that are going through all that, that God has taught us through that. He brought us out of that, and he'll do it for you because he's no respecter person. I've been there. I've done that. Look at these scars. Look at these scars. Look at those scars. I've been there and I came out because we have the victory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. We don't let stuff hold us down when we trust God, when we believe God. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, we said we're going to walk in the pattern of God. God, order my steps. God, be a light under my feet. God, just show me where to go. Uh, Tell me what direction to go. Tell me what to say. Tell me what to do. We can't just talk about it. We have to be about it. We have to live it in our spirit, living every day. And God will start taking stuff away from around you that's not with God, that don't believe God, that don't trust God, that don't love the Lord. You don't have to get rid of nobody. God will bring them out because you will be so happy with the Lord that people won't want to deal with you. They won't invite you to the party no more.
1: I know I have been there I've been there
3: they don't even say they don't even try to invite you. They don't call you about it. When they do call you they, they they call you with a question. You still doing that God thing. Can you pray for me? Can you pray for my cousin and them uh-huh what what the Bible say about this? they won't go to Google. uh-huh. they'll come to you. We have to walk steadfast and be unmovable in this thing. Uh-huh we have to we have to uh, uh, pre- present ourselves holy and acceptable unto God which is our reasonable service we have to be available for those that don't know our God that's why so many people are defeated because they don't know they have the victory. They haven't heard a shouted from the mountaintop, a shouted in the valley, a shouted on top of the hill, a shouted at Walmart. I don't know where you're gonna shout it. Just tell somebody I
1: got the victory.
3: People wonder why you're so happy when this we're in a pandemic. Why are you so happy you're in a famine? Why are you so happy that the price went up? Why are you so happy that gas is so high? God is good. You ever prayed to God and He
1: delivered? I
3: mean, no matter what it is, it's like I don't know how, I don't know when. But I just know I took it to God And then all of a sudden it started manifesting In the midst of my eyes And, and the Bible says You saw it with your own
1: eyes
3: Didn't nobody have to tell me about this deed? I saw it with my own eyes Uh huh Yes Lord Yes Lord That's why I can go and pray for people that's in the hospital Because I saw my most beautiful wife In the hospital And God brought her out so I don't know what you're going through, but i don't seen, out of my eyes, I've seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. So I can talk about it. Oh yeah, I can talk about it. Yes, Lord. Uh huh. With the visit, uh, Elder Brown in hospital, I was just looking over there and said, "Elder, you gonna you gonna eat that yellow?" because <laughs> uh, we just come to have a praise pot. We ain't coming to sadness. Don't 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 come go with me if you're gonna be sad having your head down. Ooh, 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 no, no, no. You need to stay in the car. We ain't got no ooh ooh ooh. You know what I'm saying? You, know, you understand what I'm saying? It, it's like if you ain't if you ain't if you ain't up here, then then just hold on. I'll come get you. I ain't gonna put you out, but you can't walk up in here with me. That's why the Lord shut the door. When you go to rage up the dead, heal the sick. So you can't go in hell, but you, I still love you. You're still one of my disciples. But you don't have enough faith. You don't have enough victory in your spirit. So you can't go. Quit trying to take people with you that ain't ready to go nowhere. Just blow one time. They open the door. You know how they open the door like that means
1: something.
3: What are you doing open the door? You know I was coming to get you open the door like like I'll be out in a
1: minute.
3: Yeah. Like the door going to do something. No, 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 no. You're not ready. We have the victory. Got to go. And then, you know, they, I don't believe he left me. Yes, you do.
1: Uh-huh. The next time you go get them, they sitting on the porch. Y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm just mad
3: at y'all. But y'all know what I'm talking about. Quit hanging around a long time with people that just won't receive the victory spirit. So like, don't bring me down. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm trying to stay awoke in the Lord. I can't be sleeping all my life. I can't be sleeping because you sleeping. And then and they say, no, I look over there. You look like you sleeping good. And I, I look like, well, maybe I can get some. But now this ain't the time. We got to work while this day cause Night time coming. I got to be a victorious person. I got to say, Lord, help me. Amen. We uh, we have the victory. Well, let me tell you what I came to tell you. Uh, Exodus chapter 17 is a victorious chapter. Uh Whenever you're down, just go in there and and look at it because uh, all victories start with trials. And and I want to let you know that the children of Israel have gone through trials. Uh, 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 Exodus uh, chapter 17, starting up there in in the first verse, we see that God has brought them out of the wilderness. God has brought them over the land. God has brought them on dry land. God has brought them through the Red Sea. God had brought them out of slavery, out of captivity, brought them out of all the things that they had to go through. They was oppressed and depressed, and God brought them all out. They came out with silver and gold. They came out with all kinds of things, just like we have been brought out of so many things. Some of us used to drink. Some of us used to smoke. Some of us used to cuss. Some of us used to fight. but so God brought us all out of everything and he brought us out into a land flowing with nook and honey. And and, and 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 that's the trials he brought us out of. And the Bible says that once he brought them out of they still weren't content. Sometimes God can be so good to us that we can't be content with what God is doing, the Bible said they start murmuring and complaining about not having enough water to drink. And they just didn't believe what God was going to do with them. And they said, Lord Moses, we're going to get you because you done brought us out of here. We ought to go back to Egypt, go back to captivity. And sometimes if we're not careful, God can bless us, but we won't receive the blessing because our mind is still in the past. We still want to go back and see what they're doing over there, what they're doing up in the club, what they're doing over there, how they're smoking over there, how they're drinking over there. Do you know I went into a store one day, and, 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 and they had, they got beer that's packaged up. They got all kind of names for it, 411 911. They got red, white, and blue. They got orange cans. Blue cans, red cans. And I just thought, where in the world was this good-looking beer when I was out there
1: drinking?
3: <laughs> Who in the world? Well, why do they have to wait until I, I get delivered with the Lord till they start having all this cool stuff? <laughs> stuff look good. It just, it just get in your eyesight and just make you walk up to the beer coolers. It's like, what in the world is going on? Yeah. Uh-huh, that's what the children of Israel has done right here in, 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 in uh, Exodus uh, chapter 17, verses 3 and 4. They said, Moses, what, you done brought us out of here? We want to go back where they got that good-looking beer We want to go back there
1: because
3: we're going to die out right here. Uh, sometime. because the Lord bless you so good, you think because your friends ain't come with you, your friends ain't with you, the, the houses ain't with you no more, all the highs ain't with you no more, everything that you used to do you don't do no more, and you can't get over it and say, man, I ought to go back because I was really having fun out there. Now I really got to pay bills. Now everybody calling me. Now I got to be responsible. Now I got to worship the Lord. But I ought to just go back and just give it up all the way. That's what the children of Israel have done in verses 3. And four of y'all sit right there And they said we're going to kill the leader We don't even want to follow the Lord no more We want to go back to where we came from But we have the victory We have the victory The Bible said Moses Went to the Lord and prayed to the Lord And said Lord what am I supposed to do With these people because they, they want to kill me They want to stone me They want to knock me out For telling the truth That's why you have to be careful in ministry on what you preach about because the people want to come and take you out for telling the truth. But I said I will preach the word. I'll be in season or out of season. I'll preach the word day, preach the word night, and if you don't like it, you ain't mad with me. You mad with the Lord because we have the victory. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Trials always going to come. But after trials always come a test. Uh-huh. And and, and God want to know if you really trust him. If you really believe that God can, that God will, that God is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all we could ask or even think. After you get out of your trials, God is going to put you through a test to see if you really, really trust him. And the Bible says that, that Moses. Named this place. When they came out, Moses named this place Manasseh and Meribah. He said, Because you all have rebuked me, you have come against me, you have been angry with me because I told the truth, but all of a sudden, you've got a nerve to test God. Uh huh. Sometimes we got to just build our faith up that you you got to be able to say, God is able, God can, and, and, and if he don't, he's still able. I trust him no matter what. You don't have to move, God, because I know who you are. You don't have to move on my behalf. I pray that you do, but if you don't, I know you're still able. I know there's nothing that's going to come against me that you can't handle. But if you put it on me, then I know you're going to bring me through it. I know I'm still going to trust you. You're not going to make me tuck tail and run. You're not going to make me give up and fall. You're not going to make me cuss my God. You're going to be able to say we have the victory in all of our tests.
1: <laughs>
3: in verse 7, you see the cheers of Israel tested, and they failed the test because they didn't trust the Lord. Uh-huh. And even though God was with them, God made water come out of the rock. Isn't it funny that when God bless you, the enemy always comes to test your next level. Now, he done brought them out of Egypt, but now the land that he brought them into, the Bible said that Amalekites came in and said, we own this land. It is something when God promised you something, somebody is always coming against the promise that God gave to you, and you know God spoke to you. You know God promised you. You know God is real. You know God's going to do it. Why will we let somebody take our promise out of our minds, out of our spirit, out of our hearts, when we know God can do it? God done told them, I'm going to give you this land flowing with milk and honey, but they still send their is in here, so we're, we're, what are we going to do? We're going to run. We're going to go back. No, we're going to stand with the Lord. Because if the Lord be for us, he's all that we need. Uh-huh.
1: Yes,
3: Lord. Yes, Lord. I hear you, Lord. Because after after the test and, and after after the, the trust, all that comes is the togetherness. I want to let everybody know that you must be willing to have togetherness in your spirit. You have to have togetherness in your soul because you can't do it all by yourself. What God has for you is for you, but God is not going to give you a task that only you can can conquer. God is always going to send somebody to help you. That's why the Bible said, y'all heard Digg Chris said this morning, when two or more gather in his name, it ain't the Lord is in the midst. God sent his disciples out two by two. He wants everybody to know that togetherness is the way that we can fight this thing. Because if one can put a 1,000 to fight, then two can put 10,000 to fight. I just want you to know that it's togetherness. And Moses found out that togetherness was the way to go. Uh, Because when it came down to it in verse 11, y'all see that Moses was sitting on top of the hill. And the Bible says as long as he held his hands up, they won the battle, but when he dropped his hands, they was able to lose. The Amalekites would prevail. But God, the Bible says that all of a sudden Moses' arms became weary, became heavy. He couldn't hold them up no more. And that means that you can't do everything by your own self. You need some help. You need some help from the Lord. You have to get a prayer partner. You have to get an accountability partner. You have to get somebody that loves the Lord just like you love the Lord. You have to have somebody with you. And the Bible said that Aaron and her got around and and they held one hand up on one side and the other arm up on the other side. And after this, after that happened, the Bible talks about the triumph. When you get togetherness, you can always get triumphant. And the Bible says Joshua. Joshua prevailed against the Amalekites, and he killed them all with a sword. Uh huh. Because he had togetherness. You know, one thing, I'll give you this for free. I'll put a pen right there. I want to let you know. In this chapter, chapter 17, this is the very first time. I think it's verse 9. Y'all go back and read it. Well, it's the first time in the Bible that Joshua is mentioned. This is the first time that we ever hear about a Joshua. Uh huh. And, 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 and what that says is that you are a part of the Joshua's in God's mind. You may not be the leader right now, but just hang in there. Joshua wasn't the leader in chapter 17, but he was mentioned. And God is mentioning each and every one of your names right now, saying, hang in there, don't come down, stay on the wall, stay where you are, keep working with the Lord, because the Lord has got work for you. The Lord is going to raise you up. The Lord is going to use you mightily. The Lord is going to put you in a leadership position where you can do the Lord's will in the kingdom. And that's what Joshua did. That's why the Bible talks about Joshua saying the Lord came to him and said, Moses, my servant, is dead. But just as I was with Moses, so shall I be with you. Be strong and of good courage. But he didn't tell him that right there. But he's right there starting molding Joshua into leadership, and that's what we do here at Word of Life Ministry. We call your name. We call your name. We call your name, and ask you to be a part of ministry. Ask you to work out ministry. Ask you to do something in ministry, cause your day is coming where you got to lead the flock. <laughs> We are we are victorious people. Uh-huh. And the Bible says that Moses built an altar and he called it Jehovah Nissi. For the Lord had promised to fight all of our battles from generation. To generation. If you stay on the battlefield, keep your hands on the plow. You'll be able to pass this on to your children and your children's children from generation to generation. And they'll all be able to say that God has done a marvelous work for us, that we have the victory, that we have. The victory and in unison, all of us will be able to come together in a harmonious voice saying, Victory is mine, victory is
1: mine, victory. Oh, Lord, oh, yes, hallelujah.
0: Thank you so much for listening into today's message. We hope that this service blessed your life. Please come back and join us again next time. Have a great day. God bless.